have an entourage. Yeah. Most people wouldn't even know. They'd be like, ah, oh, he has a nice car, nice house, goes I, on yeah, vacations. Yeah, I don't know if, if wealthy me is like living a lavish life, lifestyle. I'm pretty sure wealthy me is just happy he doesn't have to go to work. And he's just like, yeah, I'm in, still rocking the same sweats. Yeah, I'd be like, here's my backyard. There's my garden there. There's my uh, natural garden back where the trees yeah. are, where I planted stuff underneath the trees to make oh, yeah. it look like a natural Alaskan forest. Yeah. And here's my Lamborghini. No. <laughs> see i don't even know yes. like i would rent one i just i wouldn't even do that dude there's there's too much power behind that the second your you're, like big toe touches that pedal you're flying oh yeah i drove my friend's corvette one time and that's what it was like oh, i bet yeah i can't do that and i just drove it through a neighborhood but it was like you could just feel it, it the, the car wanted like is this all you got man it's like, give me I, more i wasn't made for 30 miles an hour yeah well, I wasn't made for prison, so we got to follow the law, all mm-hmm. right? How's that sound, Car? I call the shots here. This isn't a Disney film. It's not Knight Rider. Or Cars, or Cars 2, or the Cars shorts, or Cars anything else. Maybe that's why all those Cars shows didn't get me, because I grew up on Knight Rider. How did Disney not get sued for Cars by Chevron? What? Oh. You remember those those like weird cartoony car commercials they had? Yeah. Those are the best. They, they sold, Chevron sold figurines of that shit, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I was always surprised when I saw the Cars like movie come out. I never watched it, but I was like, that looks suspiciously like the old Chevron commercials. I'm surprised. Yep. I watched the first one after that. I was like, uh, it's Cars that talk. Oh, big whoop. It's not Kit. Yeah, it's not Kit. And where's David Hasselhoff? And where is David Hasselhoff? Yeah, these are the questions. These are the questions that everyone should be asking themselves. Did you watch Thor Ragnarok yet? No, but I watched Love and Thunder. Thor Ragnarok has a Thor Ragnarok? Well, I don't know. No. You're telling me. No, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. And they have that David Hasselhoff part. You remember that? Might be in, mm. in the after credits, but it's like because he grew up loving David Hasselhoff. Mm. And David ha- Hasselhoff actually did a little part in the movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's really? kind of funny. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad David Hasselhoff can make fun of himself. Yeah, well, everyone else does. So I guess it's time that he chips in. Well, he's like, I'm rich because people do that. True, yeah. I did Knight Rider, and then I did Baywatch. I needed that song that everyone likes to play. He's popular in Germany. I believe he would be, yeah. He's got to so. be popular somewhere. Why not his country of origin? Was he born there, or is he just I of German, German descent? I know he, Hasselhoff sounds German. I have learned so much about so many weird things because of Lord of the Rings. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Uh, welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. We're going to be sitting here discussing Hollow Moon. And before we get this episode started, I want to give a shout out to Jeremy, one of our local Alaskan listeners who suggested this topic. And when he suggested it, I was like, holy crap, I forgot all about the Hollow Moon theory. It's been years since I heard it. And so I pitched it to you and you looked into it and you came together with something. And now we're about to dive into that. Are, are you excited? I am ecstatic. You are just static? Ecstatic. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so at this point um, in the season, I guess we should mention the elephant in the room. There's an elephant in the room now. The the new intro. We have a new intro, right? I don't know how everyone feels about it, but if if you prefer the old intro, I'm sorry it's not coming back. It's not because we had to create something. We wanted to create something for the last two seasons that was more uh, tailored to what we do on this show. 
and gives a little bit of more of a, a background on the show instead of just dubstep music and the words freaky deaky being said. So this was the direction it was always supposed to go in. It's just time is a, a fickle bitch and it's hard to to make the time for things. And even this season, I barely got this this intro put together. So I may tweak it going forward for future seasons. But for the most part, this is kind of the outline that I think works well. I thought the government told you we couldn't couldn't use it because of the secret codes you put in it. They did mention something along those lines, but I told them to to eat one and they said, OK, and here we are. So, so I am currently locked away in prison. They're allowing me to continue the show. It's fine. We changed it and we upgraded our codes. True. Yeah. So find the, the hidden messages within the intro music. And by doing that, you have to listen to it every time. I'm sorry. It's only a minute and a half. There's some shows out there that are like three minute intros and you're like, good grief, man. Good grief. Every time I watch the Orville on Hulu, it's like five minutes of just intro of a spaceship flying through. I'm like, I get it. Seth MacFarlane, cut it out, dude. It was funny. Once. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. This is a spaceship show. You wanted to do Star Trek, but make it funny. You did it. Okay, congrats. I haven't watched it yet. That's good. It has its moments. The Family Guy and American Dad are better, but the Orville's good. Yeah. Anyway, now that I've mentioned all the long intros, how about we get into our long intro and we get this episode started? We'll see you on the inside. You are now entering the realm of the Freaky Deaky, an unsuspecting stop at the crossroads of fantasy and reality, where the frayed edges of make-believe seep into this cookie-cutter, white picket world you've been led to believe is far from extraordinary. What you're about to hear are true stories. <clears throat> Alleged true stories. Christian, just... <sighs> okay. Tales of the strange and inexplicable thought only to exist in film and folklore. Although difficult to accept, we do not know everything about this reality, about time or space, what lies beneath the ocean's depths. And try though we might, the unchanging truth remains. There are some things we legitimately cannot explain logically. recorded time on earth the moon has been a constant companion but is it what we think it is a big wheel of cheese i that's what i dream about it being i yeah. like cheese that'd be a bummer if it was hollow though right you could be like oh this is only surface layer cheese yeah i don't wow. like i don't like that kind of cheese i didn't make this journey for surface layer cheese all right yeah send me back home i want the full wheel but is it flat like the earth oh god sorry and just like that, everyone's mad, Christian. You did it. Way to go. That's my job. I give them somebody to hate. You're like Batman in the Dark Knight. I like being compared to Batman. Okay. But in the Dark Knight, are you talking about at on a Dark Knight or in the movie? Dark Knight? I, just any old Dark Knight. Dark Tuesday in the city. Yeah. You're like Batman on a Dark Tuesday in the city. Is that a little less cool for you? It is. The moon, the moon is a celestial body that has rocks older than those found at the bottom of the ocean. Questioning, I thought we didn't know it was at the very bottom of the ocean. There have been samples pulled up from the 
bottom of the ocean in various parts of the world. You, you did not say Mariana's Trench, though, so I guess technically... It did not say anything about yeah, it. Yeah, so I guess I'll give it to you. But I'll, they, I'll let you have it. At this point, I think they have rocks from that, too. Oh, you would think that, wouldn't you? They've set subs down there, submersibles. Everyone knows what subs are. No one's thinking you're sending hoagies down to the bottom of the sea, all right? <laughs> hey, man, I... This is this is a different world than the one we grew up in. People might have gotten confused. This mission is brought to you by Subway. Quiznos. Quiznos. I love when people say Quiznos instead of Quiznos. It's the best. Anyway. What if we said it wrong and they're laughing at us for like it? Like it's actually Quiznos. But yeah. Okay, whatever. I guess keep saying it the way you want. The rock samples brought back to Earth are 5.3 billion years old. <laughs> yeah. The Earth by comparison is about 4.6 billion years. 4.6 billion years old. I don't know why I put million. Hmm. The moon is older than our solar system. Yet there are stories from ancient people say that their ancestors lived in a time when there was no moon in the sky. Because of this, the earth was vastly different and probably less hospitable to life as we currently know it. How could this be possible? Is the moon truly hollow? Have the governments of the world been covering this up? I don't know. That's not what it says right there. Is the moon a base for reptilian overlords to observe and influence life on the planet? It That's, is. Christian wants me to sound insane and talk about reptilian overlords inside the moon. And it says that in red, just so everyone's aware, those were his words. They're true uh, words. But they might be true. Yeah. Carl Sagan once said that a natural satellite cannot be hollow, a hollow object. So if we find that the moon is hollow, Sagan's views would say that the moon is in some way an ancient body, not a body of a person, just a body in space. Look at that sweet, sweet body of the moon. Canceled. Yeah. Well, no, because it's big and round, which is in these days. We have to be accepting of the big round moon. Get that sleek, slim figured moon right out of here. You still okay? still should <laughs> we still shouldn't be com commenting on our podcast about about how big and round it is. Yeah. Yeah. I like big moons. There's there's and, a lot of moons yeah. in this universe, yeah. and we don't all need them canceling us. That's true, yeah. We don't know the, the life forms on these planets, what they think about cancel culture. So yeah. I'm not even going to touch it. I'm not going to dip my toe into that pool of stupid. That's when they're like, we're going to cancel you like we did um, thousands of years ago when we started that mm -hmm. nuclear war that Zachariah Sitchin talks about. Yeah. Interesting that that was thousands of years ago, but the moon was 5.3 billion. We, we'll touch on it later. No, we won't. Exactly. Proponents of the hollow moon will point out that when a meteor hits the moon, it rings like a bell. NASA tested this theory on November 20th, 1969, when the Apollo crew released the lunar mo module, crashing it into the surface of the moon. It rang for an hour from the impact. When Apollo 13 released the rocket's third stage, it caused the moon to ring for three hours. If you did the same thing on Earth, there would be ringing but it would not last as long and it would not even be close. But would that cancel out the hollow earth then? You know what I mean? No. Ah, cool. I'll, I'll jump to that. <laughs> Great. Good news, everyone. It didn't. This is just one of the anomalies we'll be taking a look at today. Hmm. Before we get rolling into all this. Yeah. What's your thoughts on hollow moon? Uh, I don't know if I've ever actually had a definitive thought on hollow moon. I've heard some things over the years about it, but I've never, like, I always just thought, I was like, oh, what an interesting theory, but I never looked into it or never actually did any research on it. So I don't have, I'm going into this relatively blind. Uh, again, shout out Jeremy for the, did we shout him out already? Yes. Yeah, we did. 
Yeah, shout out Jeremy for the episode idea. And if you have uh, ideas that you want us to look into in the future, shoot them over. Or if you script entire episodes for us, we'll do that too. Or you're monkeys, make us dance. You know what I mean? Yep. So yeah, I'm looking forward to, to actually learning some stuff about this. Well, as much as I can learn from a skeptic, you know what I mean? Like the real juicy bits, I'm sure Jeremy will hit me up with after this episode. He'll be like, Christian got this wrong. What it is, is actually is reptiles inside the moon. And that's what we'll touch on next. Yes. I don't write these from the point of view as a skeptic. I save that part for later. This is from, I try to go from the point of view of these are the facts. Mm, yes. And in a way they are, because some people don't believe the same thing I believe. And yeah, some people, their facts are not always my facts and vice versa. Yeah. It's interesting how loose the term fact can be. You know what I mean? It didn't used to be that way. It Welcome to the internet. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Bo Burnham. It's good <laughs> to be here. I, I asked your thoughts, but I should have said I. I, I, <laughs> what? I was going to say something earlier. What were you going to say earlier? Oh, I was going to tell you that I did such re good research on this episode that I actually watched the movie Moonfall. Wow. Is that all you did for this episode? That's not all I did. Hmm. I didn't. The stuff from Moon, Moonfall. Yeah. They mentioned like two lines that relate to, really? this, to the, the whole theory. There's some fascinating parts, but it's not a great movie. It's a good disaster movie. With yeah. The main reason that I watched it is because Samuel Tarley's in it. I thought you were going to say because Halle Berry's in it. No, Samuel Tarley, Game of Thrones character. Yeah, classic. Wow. Uh, scientists have been divided over how the moon came to be. They're not able to agree on how it formed. There, of course, is the capture theory. This is explained as the moon was drifting through space and got close enough to our planet to be captured and pulled into Earth's orbit. That's also called the true love theory. And maybe the moon was floating through space and was like, oh, hey, what's up, Earth? Looking good, looking fine. I like your forests. Yeah, I like your forests. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to add to that. I easily could. But yeah, so they, it was just like, I'm captivated by this weird structure with all the tiny people on it. At that time, there were, there might not have been any tiny people, and that could have been the attraction. Mm, it would have waited yeah. till later when the people were there. The moon would have been like, "You're not my type." Like, I'm gonna keep moving. I don't, I don't, I don't date planets with children. That's right, especially seven billion of them. Yeah, uh, this is an almost impossible occurrence, though. Oops, sorry. True love is dead. No. Uh, Another theory is that the Earth and Moon formed from large dust clouds in the early part of our solar system. The problem here is that if this happened, the makeup of the Earth and Moon would be similar as it formed from the same dust cloud. If this were to occur, the Moon would have an iron core like our planet and would spin on an axis like we do. Neither of these have occurred. There was a theory that the Earth was spinning so fast that the Pacific Ocean was thrown into space with its rocks forming the Moon. Isn't that, that crazy? That's a crazy theory. Yeah, but there's also like a crazy theory that uh, the entire universe came out of nothing. You know what I mean? Like a speck exploded into nothingness and suddenly the universe was here. But what was before that speck? Chicken or the egg. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The, the This <laughs> fell apart. When it was found, the moon is older. So we get to this. So we get to the theory that many of us might have learned, the impact theory. The impact theory says that a planet the size of Mars impacted a proto-Earth and the debris came together and eventually formed the Earth and Moon. The odds for this happening makes this theory hard to imagine. We mentioned that moon rocks were brought back during the moon landings, if you believe that sort of thing, if you're one of those people. Yeah. The moon landing and whatnot. These rocks should have cleared up the origins of the moon, but instead we have more questions. The rocks show the moon is in a way the opposite of Earth. 
On the planet, older rocks are found deeper than newer rocks. On the moon, we found that the older rocks were on the surface, like they had been taken from beneath and deposited on the surface, which tells us that someone was digging on the moon. That's that's what it sounds like, right? That's what it sounds like. Because We've all seen the pictures of the moon bases. Don't get me started on those. That's actually probably what I looked into most when I heard about Hollow Moon was like, you look at these, these you zoom, zoom in on these pictures or whatever. And you're like, that looks like a structure of some kind. NASA, what are you up to up there? No, it's fine. Is that a face on the moon? Yeah, it is. And it's singing lullabies to children going to sleep everywhere. So how could this be? On Earth, you might find older rocks on the surface at a mine, even in and around impact craters that have struck the moon for billions. Oh, I'm going to fix that for you. Even in and around impact craters that have struck the moon for thousands of years. Damn it, Scott. You're right. The samples are relatively similar in its dating. In the case of an impact crater, you would expect to find older rocks at the surface. Uranium-236 and Neptunium. You pause before you go to uranium. Why? Because you just rolled right into it. Is, 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 should I take it out for a date first, or what, what do you want me to do? I'd just do something different. The, the rocks at the service, then smooth jazz plays like, oh, hey, what's up, baby? What's up, baby, Uranium-236? Let me take you for a spin. Uh, can I go to the Uranium now? Yes. Okay, cool. Uranium-236 and Neptunium-237 are found on the moons. Elements that don't occur naturally. I think I said moons, plural, but just so everyone is familiar, we only have one. Might You might be a pagan and you worship many moons. Um, no, we have to create these here. So we create uranium-236 and neptunium-237. Yes. That would explain the funky names yeah. that we've given them. It, it, that, those are some really weird names. Yeah. Neptunium. Sounds like a superhero. Mm, sounds like an addition to the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Yeah. Like instead of to infinity and beyond, it's to neptunium and right back here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are rare metals found in abundance on the moon compared to what is found here. Titanium, chromium, and zirconium. Shout out to all the jewelry wearers out there. Yes. As a side note, when the U.S. talks about a return to the moon, keep those metals, those rare, rare metals in mind. Yeah. Uh, shout out cubic zirconium. Keeping uh, fellows financially stable for a while until yes. you can afford the real deal. Until they're caught. Until they're caught. Yeah. You said this was a real diamond. Woman, I work at Wendy's. I get itchy from the fake shit. <laughs> I can't afford you and these luxuries. <laughs> that sounded like Bill Clinton. He probably, he, probably, he probably could afford luxuries. So that was the wrong voice to go with for that. Uh, the craters. We mentioned the craters earlier, but there's more to the strangeness. The craters seem to be the same depth. Yet with the many impacts, you'll find many sizes of the craters. This relates to the size of the asteroid hitting the surface. But we remind you, the depth remains the same for all these craters. That seems impossible, right? It does that's seem probably, impossible. That's probably the, the biggest, like for me, that's the biggest thing where you're just like, wait, what? Yeah, that makes no sense. Especially, okay, you, but, but see, it also makes no sense because look, if we just talked about having older rocks on the surface, right, then how is it impossible to go deeper? You know what I mean? Or, or are the older rocks on the surface from all the craters? Like it hits and it gets to that point and then the old rocks from underneath where the, like the bottom layer of where the depth of that crater goes, you know, scatters to the surface for whatever reason. It doesn't seem to be that way though. Yeah. It just seems to, seems to be these older rocks because it's newer rocks near the surface or no, it's older rocks near the, I get it all mixed up. Yeah. Older rocks near the surface, newer rocks are bottom. below it. Yeah. So in theory, you would think 
something came about and you still have older rocks below the yeah yeah at least have, what hmm. we're used to on earth i mean how many planets have we actually tested this theory out on probably at least 150 yeah well the, you know that depends on how well you think nasa's done their job i mean the darpa is alive and well so you never know we could be testing on anything and everything all over the world and universe and right. i'm sure we are we Cut should do the majestic 12 somewhere out there throwing stuff at hollow surfaces you know? that's, that's what you got to do if you're if you want to know the science behind things. Yeah, that's right. And we do want to know the science behind things because that's what we're all about. You know, what's crazy, though. Hmm. Somebody back during the first Apollo moon mission was like, um, we're going to need you to make sure this part that you drop off your ship before you take off and come back to Earth hits the moon because we're going to be listening. And they're like, OK, but do I get to leave it first? Or Yeah, yeah they're like, like no, nah, man, you just, you know, so basically every trip to space is like one experiment after another but what about all the nonsense about us not being able to return to the moon you know are we gonna touch on that at all or is that an entirely different subject we got a moon mission planned for a few years from now i know but that's what i'm saying it's like the original one you know 60s right and then it's like after that it was like oh we forgot or we don't have the technology to get back and like, but wait a minute i thought we had all the what's happening i, I always My felt guy? it was like the van allen belt that's what you were thinking no i was thinking they don't really have anything to go back for it's boring yeah. You think it's boring? But now that they have those, remember, keep those rare metals in mind. Why are all, all of a sudden are they going back? We need the metals aliens. to make our phones. Oh, and aliens probably, right? In theory, but would aliens really live on the moon? They live inside of the moon. Well, yeah, that's what we're touching on here. Yeah. So, I mean, sure, why not? Yeah, so anyway, this is seen by proponents as evidence that the moon is not only hollow, but a base of some sort that could have older material spread around the surface. Cue the ringing moon little bell noise mm -hmm. yeah cue the many reports of unidentified objects both on the surface and in flight on and around the moon we haven't even mentioned the many structures that have been reported on the moon unofficially reported as we'd expect before moving on we should remind you that there's no known water on the surface of the moon yet there have been vapor clouds that were more than 100 square miles large vapor clouds seen through telescopes of varying powers from the planet if it were the Death Star in Star Wars, imagine a vapor release creating a cloud along its surface. If you are a proponent of the moon being some type of base with aliens living within it. Reptilians. Um, so what does that have to do with the Death Star? I just, just to kind of compare it, because most people I don't think can imagine the moon, a hollow moon dispelling water vapor. But yeah, in Star Wars, that's exactly what like a mechanical moon like the Death Star would do. Oh, it just uh, like, oops. Yeah. Or this pipe came loose. And it's just a Maybe that's just how they release pressure and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Gotcha. I haven't been to the moon lately. Yeah. It's been a while. It's yeah. been a while. So where did this theory of a spaceship type moon come from? We can thank those commie bass. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we can thank the Soviet Union for this idea. Da. And I'll take, I'll let you take over. Soviet researchers Mikhail Vassin and Alexander Sherbakov published an, art published an article in the Soviet journal Sputnik in July of 1970. It was named, it was, it was named, Is the Moon the Creation of Alien Intelligence? Scott, what do you think? Sure. Okay. They this is spoken. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said the moon is a completely natural world. It is but a planetoid that was hollowed out in deep space. This was done by beings whose intelligence was far superior to ours and far older. They possibly used a comet to tow the moon into place close to the earth, making its climate a far better place for life to, to thrive. Like universal camping. You know what I mean? 
universal camping. Yeah, they're just using this comet to tow the thing. I don't understand. I don't think that works. <laughs> it made sense in my head. I was like picturing like a big trailer, like oh. how, you know you go camping, and you're like and you're hauling something like a big car behind you. I get but it. But the the metaphor fell apart very quickly. So let's go ahead and scrap that. It's fine. Machines were used to melt the rock on the moon. Using the molten form to cover its surface. Machines were used to melt the rock on the moon. Using this molten form to cover its surface, giving the hollowed out interior a type of semi metallic coating. The two scientists say that intellectual life has been on the moon for countless years. Leave it to the Russians to come up with something. Racist. Yeah. Zulu legends tell us that the moon is hollow. It is the home of the python or the hatari, so lizardmen. Hundreds of generations ago, two brothers, Wawami and Mpaku, Mpanku, 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 reptilian leaders stole the moon from the great fire dragon. Ooh, you don't want to do that from no. the great fire dragon. No. It was the dragon's egg, so they emptied out the yolk. Oh, so there's no baby dragons. No. Gotcha. But it's now it's a hollow egg. Now mm -hmm. hollow, they were able to roll the moon across the sky, placing it in orbit around the earth. The new moon changed everything, and the cataclysms caused by the proximity by its proximity ends the golden age of the past. This is why no one likes reptilians. Lizard people, but why would you get rid of the yolk? You know, are you making a deviled moon? Is well, that the plan? I mean, they're gonna mash it up with some mayonnaise and relish. No, they're making a vase to Paprika. keep an, to keep an eye on the humans. A little salt and pepper. Yeah. Um, are you hungry? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little early. It's a little early for me to think about deviled eggs, Christian. But yeah, I could see it. Never think about deviled eggs. Never. It's a sin. Oh, it's in the name, man. Uh, well, I call them angelic eggs, okay. so it works. Some people might call them satanic eggs. Some people might call you a satanic egg. You think about that? Yeah, sometimes I do. Hmm. There are similar stories about two brothers who were leaders in Mesopotamia. Oh, is this Enlil and Enki? Yes, nice. that is who they are. Yeah, see how I made myself sound more intelligent by getting, yep. jumping a line ahead? Hey, yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, you're, I'm all for you sounding intelligent every once in a while. Yeah, it's... it's Thanks, man. Kind of caught me off guard, but it there it is. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Imagine being on the plains of the Serengeti with the Zulus, or the dry areas of Mesopotamia, and the night sky has no moon. Frito Matwa of the Zulus tell us that the Earth was very different back then. There were no seasons. The planet was covered by a canopy of water vapor. There was no strong glare from the sun as it was filtered through the mist of water. Interesting. Many giant things were around in those days. The redwoods would have been huge. The Nef Nephilim. Mm, they probably would have been huge as well. Yeah, they were still growing, but they oh, were- little, little tiny baby Nephilim. Yep. There was soon much green. It was a lush place. I don't like that line. There was soon much green. Yeah, good one. You did it better. I did. When the, when the moon was put in the place, the mist fell to the earth as rain. Massive flooding and maybe a connection to the Bible in the story 40 days and nights of rain. Cut to jars of clay. No. Uh, just I kidding. remember that band. I was a good band. There's like three good songs, but yeah. I remember them to this day. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So interesting theory about the, the moon being placed there. And that's what kind of jumpstarts a whole massive flood you know what i mean i mean but you look at every culture in the world and there's a massive flood story so maybe uh, unfortunately you don't really get the moon aspect with every culture but it is kind of cool seeing that as a tie-in or just imagining a like a sky without the moon yeah, yeah it wouldn't even be bright like there's no the, the starlight's not enough to light up a not that i mean 
Well, I plus they had it. all the mist. So there's not even stars. Yeah. Or if it is, it's all like kind of wavy, like when you look underwater. Yeah. But it, isn't there like, isn't that what a bunch of people say? Uh, and I may be getting it wrong, but like, isn't that what like the flat earth angle is that there's like that, that firmament or whatever? Or is that just a like a biblical thing? I thought it was like, I thought the flat earthers grabbed onto that and were like. I think so. Yeah. And so like that would not, I'm, I'm going to say lend credibility to that theory. But what I mean is a, like a firmament layer of sorts, not so much that the earth has to be flat in order for there to be water above the surface. So what if they I were mean, just like, if we add firmament to this, we'll get the, the religious people to believe yeah, too. That's probably exactly what they were like. Yeah. And they're like, oh, these guys. Simple. It'll look great on Instagram. Trust me. It will look great on Instagram. Thanks, B.O.B. for starting that trend. <laughs> AKA Bobby Ray. Oh, you know, going back to the uh the rain. So if this this is true and we know that the floods probably happened around 11,000 years ago. Hmm. That means the moon has moon hasn't really been around that long. I know. Yeah, for something that's 5.6 billion years according to, you know, some people. <laughs> I mean, 11,000. What was it doing the rest of the time? It was just hanging out. It was on a, in a different part of the galaxy, remember? It got here yeah. behind a comet. It was in a shady section of the galaxy. It's right. Like, I need to get by, by that earth where things are good. I need, to be, I need to make waves of my own. Ha ha. See? See yep. what I mean? Like it was a lonely moon and he was, it was his origin story. And he was like, I need to go make some waves. We need to get that water out of the mist and put That's it on right. the ground, on the surface of the yeah. earth. Make some waves, make some earthquakes because I got too close. Let's see where it goes. So when uh, all this flooding happens, of course, the re reptilians would escape back to the moon to escape the damage the, their creation had brought. Hmm. Yeah, the reptiles aren't necessarily big fans of water. That's true. Yeah. Wow. Things are just checking out for these reptiles. <laughs> and by that, I mean lizard people. Yeah, for sure. Lizard. The lizard people. Insert dramatic pause. I'm seeing if that line makes sense. Soon the gods bring a lunar companion and it devastates... No, that does not make sense. And it devastates the known world and its climate long ago. We need to do trailers. I know. <laughs> Could this have been the cause of the great flood many parts of the world experienced 11,000 years ago? It is a lot to wrap your head around, but there are people working on this theory now. How many? Probably not a lot. Eight. No. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's how like 80s. Doom, doom, doom. Now then you get a nice synthesizer bed going. Before we get into a little bit more, are you feeling this hollow moon yet? I like the stories behind. I like the, the older stories of it, like where it was like placed there That's... and all the water falls. And you're just like, whoa. I do like going into myths though and, and seeing. You're going into mist? Myth. Oh, myth. Like like ancient myths or, or the people, you know. <laughs> I picture Mike, Mike Tyson again. Mike Tyson's going to be like anytime there's something that sounds like it's even remotely close to the, a different word. But Mike Tyson saying it, I was going into the myth. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's perfect. Mu it's much better to have him doing that than biting yeah. your ear. Yeah, thanks for that, Mike. Come come around again, please. Yeah, yeah. no problem, Scott. <laughs> I did come up with, a, I did come across a couple strange things. Could you say a strange thing happened on your way to this episode? Yep. On the, way, on the way to the hollow moon, something strange. There you go. This way came. Mm, mixing a few now, but I'll allow it. One of the examples that was given many times in various places were the unemotional or maybe just troubled expressions on the faces of the astronauts of the first lunar landing. They looked pretty uh, troubled. Yeah, and I, I didn't actually see that until that video we watched together, and I was like, wow, yeah, they legitimately, they're like, ugh, 
Like, it's almost like they're just like, it's over. It's all over. Yeah. And I have to lie for the rest of my life. Yeah. That would be kind of a bummer. Yeah, you could do this great thing and you're like an American hero, but you can't tell the truth. Yeah. Maybe that explains why Buzz Aldrin's a little, a little choppy. He's just a little rough around the edges. You yeah. say something, he's like, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Yeah, he got a little bit too much of that moon dust in his system. Run on moon dust and tang. <laughs> Beat your ass. No, yeah, probably. Thanks, Buzz. Hey, that's what Tang advertised back in the day. It'll beat your ass, Tang. Top sponsor of WW whatever. Yeah, any of those WWW. We also found that there are many people out there that feel NASA's budget was cut after finding out the moon was hollow. They're just like bummed out or something like that. Well, like, I mean, I, I've seen that all over the place, and I'm sure you've had about how NASA has their, their budget cut after they started doing all this space exploration. Yeah, I don't actually think I've heard that. But I don't believe it's totally true. I just think that once we got there and beat the Russians, they're like, okay, let's use our money for weapons again. Can we blow up anything from the moon? Yeah, now like, that well, we no, show- that's not what we're supposed to be doing on there. Well, then well, get the hell off of it, you bastards. <laughs> Ray- Reagan said we could have our, our Star Wars system in space to protect us. In the movie Moonfall, there is an AI that our interstellar ancestors built that revolted. The AI has searched for our artificial moon for years so that it, it could wipe out the last of the humans. I mean, that tracks with everything that we've ever seen in film across the history of AI. You know, that's always the game. You look at iRobot, you look at Terminator, look at all these movies, you're like, what? And what are we doing right now? We're looking into AI. What a brilliant species we are, right? Like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we made this thing that kills us all off? I oh, think, hey, I have an idea. Let's make this thing that kills us all off. Yeah. Even, uh, I believe it was 2001, A Space Odyssey. The bad guy was AI. The bad guy was AI. And that was in the 70s they made that? Mm. Before we even really knew what AI was? Yeah, 2001 was a different odyssey, unfortunately, all its own. Um, but the movie back in the day probably didn't have that kind of premonition ahead. That's fine. A moment of silence is all right. And we continue. It's said the astronomers found a 12-mile bridge over the Sea of Crises in 1954. The Sea of Crises is what I named my teenage years. That checks out. It does. It does. 12-mile bridge, though. Is that one of the structures, like off one of the big structures, or is that just like a random bridge? Like we see, you know, staircases in the woods, a bridge on the moon. I mean, it's over the Sea of Crises, so maybe there was a sea there back in the day. Maybe they had a lot of crises on it, and they're like, we need to put a bridge over this damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would do. So the moon has bases. There is something black on the surface that is 250 miles long and 50 miles wide. Well, what does that spell out for you? Hmm? Landing strip for gigantic ships. Okay. That would later attack the world in in the television miniseries V. Okay. I like all your off-the-wall references that no one of, you know, any generation of the past three would probably grasp. I like that. Uh, listeners? More of that, please. Listeners, yeah. you've heard of V. You know the letter V, right? It's for great. Vendetta. It was a great show back in the 80s. That's what, yeah, I think that's, I think you've mentioned that. Yeah. A few times now. With reptilians, even. If anyone has watched the show V because Christian mentioned it a few times, be sure to let him know. It really, uh does wonders for his his mental health it does there's reports on of clouds and 
lightning on the moon, along with strange moving shadows. Is there, have there been any actual like, photos or anything like that, or just people with telescopes? Like, is that lightning? I think it's mainly people with telescopes yeah. seeing stuff like that, like huh. the, the flashing lights that, that some people say they see on the moon. What's that one video that seems to make a circulation where it's like, Someone holding an iPhone camera or something like that, and then they zoom in a thousand X, and you're like butted up to the moon. You see these little ships flying by. I've seen that. That's pretty cool looking. I you don't know what I mean? Sure. But like, how does anyone think that that's real? Well, you can put your phone up to a telescope, or you can connect your phone to a telescope now. But does that 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 allows you to just zoom in and zoom in and zoom in and zoom in? I don't know, man. I mean, like the one thing I will say for that video is that. When it comes to editing that type of stuff, if you're doing like special effects or you're adding like images or, or different uh, like 3D models into it, handshaking is a very hard thing to track. And so there, the tracking on that video is very well done. Like if it was done, if it's an actual hoax and it's not real, then it was made by someone that actually knows what they're doing when it comes to like special effects right. and, and all that like post-production stuff. Because yeah, every time I see a video, I'm like, I am scared at how real this looks. But I, it also doesn't compute because I'm like, you're zooming in way too much. Like there's no, even with like a little cheap ass, you know, telescopic lens or something you toss in your iPhone, there's no way there's you're getting that close. There's people paying thousands of dollars for their backyard telescopes and they can connect to your oh, phone. Oh, for sure that. Yeah. And you can zoom in that. And the moon's not really that far away for a telescope. How many miles is it? What? I don't know, man. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> a lot to us, but yeah, we can get there relatively. But we don't have telescopes. I've looked at it through a telescope. Oh, same. Yeah, my dad used to have a telescope and, you know, living in a desert, prime location. Yeah, it would be fun to have a telescope, but it wouldn't work in Alaska very yeah. well. It, well, it'd be like you'd have like six or seven good days a year where you could get it. Yeah. Like, oh, nice. Yeah, for sure. And none of those days would be in the summer. So mm -mm. you'd have to you'd have an alarm that would go off at like three in the morning for when the clouds clear up. Yeah, clouds. They work by alarm out here. You guys may not be familiar with that. Wherever the hell you're listening from, but in Alaska, these clouds, they part from by alarm time except, of day. Except for that one that, you know, was in the news, what was it, about six or eight months ago, that weird cloud. That's what happens when the clouds don't conform. They get shot out of the sky. Yeah. And crash to the earth for the men in black to cover up. Gandalf. No. <laughs> We're told that there are pyramids on the surface. And craters appear and sometimes shrink in hours. Have you actually looked into any reports of any of this stuff? Or is this, is this just like hearsay kind of speculation? It's a lot of people with backyard telescopes saying they're seeing some of this stuff. Yeah. There weren't really any pictures that I saw that were. We exclusively only see one side of the moon, right? Right. Like it, it never like turns or anything like that. Like anything that you see on the surface should remain the same wherever you look at it in the sky. Pretty much, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's not like you could look at something and be like, oh, like a few hours later, like, oh, this crater shrunk and you're like actually looking at a different section of it. That Yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't know. I don't even know what would cause that. The moon is a sponge. We figured it out. It's a spaceship. It's got like these little ports that they... They're, it, they're repairing it is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, they're ejecting their, their UFOs to send down mm -hmm. to uh, abduct some people. Now, here's a question. We have high, like, you know, telescopes and stuff like that, right? Like really high quality telescopes. Can we do the same thing with X-ray technology? And just x-ray the moon from a distance. I don't think so, man. That's a lot of radiation. Um, yeah. But you know what else is a lot of radiation? What? Nuclear blasts. And we have no problem with that, right? It seems that we, some people do not have a problem with that. What if we, you know, these... The, Blew up the moon? Yeah, I mean, we could try. I don't know if we could pull it off, per se. But we could try to get, like, a campaign going. 
blow up, but just on the side of the highway, us two holding signs, blow up the moon. That would probably actually be a great way to advertise this podcast locally. <laughs> just, just hold signs and say really weird shit, and then people are going to start taking pictures. And back, do you guys see these morons on the side of the road? If Talking you, about lizard people in the moon. We got to check out this podcast. If you guys want to stand on street corners saying blow up the moon, we Please. will send you. Yeah, send us a picture of you with your poster board. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll add something. with. Make sure you put freak, the Freaky Deaky podcast yeah. on there. Yeah, somewhere. We need to get very creative with the way we get the word out about this podcast. And guerrilla marketing is where none of the money is at, which makes it the best form of marketing yeah. for a couple of poor folks in Alaska. Blow up the moon by the Freaky Deaky podcast. Yeah. Sponsored by the Freaky Deaky, the Deaky Freepy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so that's the end. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, what's this? Uh, there's something about skepticism here. Well, you don't want to hear that. Get out of here. Good night, folks. Now. It's actually a short little section, and it's not all skepticism. Okay. A scientist called Erwin I. Shapiro, who works at the Harvard-Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics, said, Looking at all the anomalies and the unanswered questions about the moon, the best explanation for the moon is observational error. It doesn't exist. Erwin Shapiro is a respected figure in astrophysics. His research includes using gravitational lenses to assess the age of the universe. So I don't understand any of that part. Okay. But, it's, but this guy's theory is that the moon doesn't even exist. He says with the anomalies. That it just can't exist. That, that can't exist. We're seeing something that's not there. The, he, so his, his entire thing is the moon is not even there. I think what he means is it shouldn't be there because of the anomalies. So it's like, yeah. So in theory, it should be just an observational error. Our brains are telling us the moon's there when it shouldn't be we long for the moon yes we're back the true love story yeah yeah we're back the sun and the moon we circled all the way around sarah t stewart on her ted talk the earth and the moon are made of the same isotopes she says that this proves they are twins it's kind of weird because we heard earlier that it's they're made differently but isotopes are something you know i guess they're the building blocks are a lot smaller or older i don't understand everything about isotopes but what she's saying is the isotopes on the moon and the earth are the same yeah but she's saying that she believes like the twirling dust theory then or i don't think she was really saying which how how it happened because it could have been an impact Mm. yeah which would explain our asteroid field sure but But that could be explained by any planet being impacted or moon yeah but I, I feel like any moron with two eyes and the ability to look up can see that the moon looks nothing like the earth. So it would not be a paternal twin. It would be the earth. The moon could look. Maybe that's what the earth would look like if they didn't have an atmosphere or if we didn't have an atmosphere. It would just be this shriveled up old rock. Yeah, because nothing would grow. Things would just be dusty. Yes. Mm. Kind of boring. Dark on one side. Simply dusty. It's probably our third band name we've come up with in this episode. That's actually a solo band name from the movie Just Friends. Okay. Never saw it. Well, you need to fix that. No. So, Ryan Reynolds at peak Ryan Reynolds. No. That's Deadpool. That is true. The moon's interior might be cavernous. With less mass, it should experience less gravitational compaction. So, basically, things are not getting squeezed together, making it easier to form cavern or making it easier for caverns to form. (laughs) making it easier form caverns to form and i'm telling you i reread these things multiple times on different days but some things just you can't catch your brain just is like glitches out in that section especially if the word that's in there instead is an actually 
is actually a word, hmm. it's really easy to miss. So basically things are not getting squeezed together, making it making it easier for caverns to form and with less with less gravity things are not pushed down. So I, I don't think we mentioned it too much, but the density of the earth, we did mention it quickly, and moon are different. Yes. And that's why the ringing lasts longer on the moon because it's not as dense. So all the dense material on the earth, the water, the soil, yeah, the core keeps it from ringing what's that say about the density of my own head then because the ringing has not stopped in years christian that has nothing to do with density that has a lot to do with loud music how hollow is my head that is something only you could answer and maybe your parents listen to previous episodes of this show and you let me know how hollow my head is or i can just go talk to china when we talk about government secrecy we yeah for sure we must remember at first Nearly everything related to new technology was covered up during the Cold War. Only later do the less important facts come to light. If any of this were true, we might be looking at the tech that could have created the many megalithic structures we have been arguing about all these years. The gravitational pull of the moon on the Earth has been measured, and it shows the moon is not hollow, according to gravitational pull experts. Hmm. To which we are. Not. Not, I guess. Yeah, that's a lot of math. Yeah, and well, you know how your boy does with the math. Yeah, when it comes pretty great. When it comes to science and a lot of math, it kind of lost me there because back in the day, math wasn't my thing. And even ahead into the day, to this day, math is not my thing. Yeah, I can do the basic stuff that you need to live by, but all that yeah. stuff that they tell you you need to learn in school that you never use unless you're an astrophysicist. It's a farce. Yeah, get it out of here. To me, it feels likely that the moon is the result of a collision. And the material that is the the moon is made up of the upper mantle and crust of our planet. Mm. But I would love it to be hollow because that is fun. That sweet, tasty crust. My thing, let's say that it's an impact, right? The moon, something crashes in the earth. Suddenly we have a moon, right? Right. How is it so circular? How's it a perfect little like circle? You know, because what I mean? that's what happens. Like spherical. It it's the universe makes it into a circle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't realize it was just the universe being like, oh, no, something crashed. We have to make this into a circle. I mean, how many planets have we seen that are actually flat besides our own? No. no. <laughs> Good night, everyone. No, no. Yeah, that's the end. Anyway, uh, no. But see, that it just doesn't make sense. Like that type of stuff doesn't make. If there's no answer for, it, is it just because it's spinning that eventually it's gonna be like form some kind of sphere? Is it like you know what I mean? Like you can't crash something in and get a perfect circle. They can't throw a rock at a window and break out. That damn my metaphors are falling apart today. I can't swing a dead cat. No. <laughs> just, <laughs> No, but not in this but, environment yeah, but you know you know like what i'm saying right like it's hard to to picture something hitting the earth with tremendous force and the result being a perfect sphere floating around the earth forever it, it just doesn't a, check out it wouldn't be a perfect sphere at first it, oh so you're thinking at some point in time in the past eleven thousand years or whatever since this allegedly happened well no if the moon is formed by an impact or some of the other Things yeah. we talked that about. That was the 56.4 billion or whatever. Yeah, it would have been, a, it would have happened a long time ago. Gotcha. So you're saying at some point there is a cone or a weird rock just floating around the earth. A lot of them probably. Yeah. It's probably like a bunch of dust and rocks. Now, let me ask you this. If that was to continue and if the, the motion or the, the transformation from that is from an unshapely form 
floating about the the you know atmosphere to suddenly being spherical floating about the atmosphere isn't the final stage of that a perfect smooth surface floating about the atmosphere unless so, unless things are running into you because your atmosphere you don't have an atmosphere like one of the things the reason we don't get hit as much as the moon is because things burn up in the atmosphere so they tend not to be as big yeah that's where you get the shooting stars and all that right the fun little meteors and whatnot yeah now, and we you know we know about like the the tuskuga or it's tuskegee Tus no that's different <laughs> oh, yeah. um tuscaluba no hmm. tunguska tuscan raiders in, Ru in russia <laughs> yeah, where okay. where something blew up and just leveled oh is that the big thing that is there a video of that is that the no, one that, that was, was like video? early 1900s so it's probably not a great video of it no potato yeah it's you know, you know it kind of moved too fast for the cameras of the day mm. and then the light was too bright so it probably overexposed the film i don't you know it's another thing i i didn't mention in in the episode but it's brought up a lot is that you believe the hollow moon i would love it to be a hollow moon gotcha i don't quite believe it at this point hmm. but one of the things that was used was how the moon is the perfect distance between us and the sun mm -hmm. to create eclipses yeah and that came up a lot but it's that won't that, perfect, won't, that won't always be the case because the moon's drifting farther and farther away from us mm -hmm. so. soon we're gonna have like an, an interesting like ring eclipse that'd be kind of dope i mean it'd burn your retina so don't, definitely don't look at it but be an interesting thing to get on you know if you're wearing the proper eyewear and you got a camera take a picture of that because just look like a big old ring in the sky True, that would be fun. Maybe that's the wheel in the sky that we keep hearing about in the songs. It keeps turning. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's pretty interesting. But I, are we even going to be around when that happens? Uh, I won't not. be. Yeah. You might be. No, I can't imagine. Remember I just told you the headline of that article, 90 is the new 40? Oh, uh, yeah. Not for me. It's gonna. It's not going to be. I promise you that. <laughs> I promise you that 90 is going to be the new 630 uh, uh, by, by the rate that I'm living. I promise you. I'm already aging out. I can feel it. Happens to us all, man. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, man. Uh, interesting topic for sure. But there's there's questions that, like for me personally, my beliefs, you know, I can't I can't just believe that it was some crash and suddenly it smoothed over and suddenly ah, everything's fine. And, and we're all living, oh, we're all just a piece of space dust anyway, right? So right. who cares, right? You know, we have a Lord of the Rings episode coming up soon. We do, yeah. And in relating to that a little bit, at the beginning, early on in the time of before, way before Lord of the Rings and like before the first age or around the first age, there was no moon yeah, and no sun. Hmm. They all lived. They had these special trees, but were they light up trees? How did you see One of them was, oh, one nice. of them created, all, but the Morgoth, one of the evil characters way before Lord of the Rings, who, whose Lieutenant was later Sauron burn the trees you're actually talking characters from from lord of the rings gotcha okay. yeah so I, when you say way before lord of the rings i'm like okay so what are we talking about here yeah it's it's just it's so in that story there is no moon and no sun at the beginning of creation mm. that that's brought in later yeah created later the heavenly hosts if you will yes yeah so so and then we heard the zulu myth mm-hmm the mess that you know there's other myths throughout ancient societies where there was no moon which is yeah and then suddenly there just was and and if you go back i mean it's hard to trace some of these ancient stories because they weren't written down yeah but if these myths have some truth to them it's pretty hard to imagine a world without a moon with humans on it 
let alone any other kind of life. Sure. My question, I guess, would be if these stories weren't written down, then how did we read them? We didn't read them. They were passed down for mm-hmm. thousands of years until somebody finally came along and wrote them down. Someone's like, hey, guys, we have something called paper. Okay. Yeah. We have the internet now. Can we type this up? Yeah. So I don't know, but. There's a lot of interesting uh, tethers on that one. The anomalies with the moon are enough to make us question it. And oh, I, for sure. I think it yeah. makes it a fair question is, you know, is it hollow because it's such a weird, there's no other moon like it. Yeah. It's, I think, the fifth largest moon in our solar system. And mm-hmm. in proportion to the size of the planet, it's not close to any of the other moons. So the idea of the moon being created for that specific purpose to, you know, obviously do a number on the tides, dictate weather patterns, all kinds of fun, whatever it does. Yeah. That's completely just nonsensical. Do you think that's impossible that the the moon was created for this very purpose? That maybe the ecosystem of the earth that we live on is pretty crazy and maybe it takes a super mind of some sort or, you know, a higher power, whether that be uh, a god or in in your instance, a ball of energy that you call Gaia or whatever to... I have never stated that is my belief. <laughs> I, know. I like creating beliefs for you on the spot. <laughs> it's fun. But yeah, like, I mean, doesn't, why, why can't we make that a possibility? Why is it so taboo to say that, like, the, the way that things work on this planet and even directly outside of this planet are so fine-tuned that it's, it's almost impossible that it was just, that it just happened, you know? Like, is it just because it's a religious thing? Is it just frowned upon for people to have that belief? Or is it, is it just, is it really just a stupid idea that may, hey, yeah, no, nobody made this. That's bonkers. Get that out of here. You know what I mean? I, I think since our science isn't at a level to prove the existence of a higher power, sure, you know, it's you can't connect the two just yet. Yeah, I, I, I think the science is there. I think the science has proved it. It just hasn't called it that. Like, I mean, dude, gravity alone. Okay, gravity alone. The fact that you and I are walking on a, a circular, like weird spherical marble in the middle of deep space. To me, that's it. You don't need any more information than being like, hey, gravity exists and you're not flying off into space when you're walking on this marble. I'm like, okay, there's a God. But what what if you go to another planet and they have gravity and they have lizard people that like to eat humans for dinner? Is well, that God too? No, but that would be an offshoot. You know what I mean? Like, there's An offshoot story- of God? No, there's enough stories. You know what I mean? There's enough creepy stories that spawn off. Like, I mean, I talk about it all the time, right? Majestic 12, you got Nephilim, you got all the crazy shit, right? Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't there be an offshoot that's like, oh, we're getting off the earth and we're going to this planet or we're going to this planet. Like, so any, everything could still have originated here and just gone separate ways, especially if we're talking like fallen angelic entities or something like that. I put nothing out of the realm of possibilities. Or it could have originated somewhere else and come here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm not saying that the, like the alien, you know, ah, uh, they're just, we're using them as worker bees theory is bonkers. It's not, it's just not what I personally believe. Like. Yeah. It could 100% be factual, but the only way I like if when we talk about something biblical, Mm. we'll go back to Noah's Ark. Yeah. The only way that makes sense is if it's some kind of interstellar spaceship. Yeah. That would be a weird. That's not the Russell Crowe movie we need. We, uh, (laughs) is, are you sure about that? It, yeah, Maybe we just, do need that one. I mean, it'd be, it'd just be a weird, like, chain of events, right? Like, oh, so it wasn't like a wooden structure. It was a, okay, so now we're talking Star Trek, Star Wars type, you know, situation. It just, it gets very strange. Floating on top of the water in a boat, 
to me, you're like, yeah, I guess that checks out. The guy made a boat because of all the rain. It was going to rain a lot. The guy made a boat. Checks out. You know what I mean? But all the rest of the story doesn't check out. Like the, what? All the animals? Yeah. That, but, that does check out if you have, again, a higher power that you know can dictate these things or be like, ah, everything's going to get really bad for these humans. Everything moved to that boat. Like, is it weird? Yeah. I'm not saying uh, 100% a great story. You know, this is fantastic. But if you're a god or if you're an alien creator or whatever, I'm sure you can dictate these things. Or if you're a demigod, you put together a space arc and bring, bring these troubling creations down to this planet. Throw a moon up there so that they have an environment that works. Yeah. That's why they call this the prison planet. Mm. Oh, we need to cut that part out. That refers to something. What does that refer to? An Alex Jones thing. Oh, sweet. No, we're going to keep that in then. Okay, take out me. I'm just going to cut out you. Like, anytime you say something, I'm going to add at the end of it, that's an Alex Jones thing. No. (laughs) So I'll be like, what do you think, Christian? You'll say it. And then at the end of your little spiel, you'll be like, it's an Alex Jones thing. I'm like, wow, you really came around, didn't you? You know what he's going to, because he's in so much trouble, he's going to sue us. Oh, cool. Now that gets get us some. At least that would get our you know names out there. Yeah. I'm getting the text from China that it's time to wrap it up and go on and take care of a small child for a moment. So, uh, yeah, I think that, that pretty much does it. That was a good episode. If anyone's got any theories out there pertaining any of the stuff that we talked about, shoot it over to us. We want to hear more and possibly, you know, build out further on this theory. It's a fun, uh, it was fun to touch on. I liked it. Yeah, shoot shoot any theories to the gang at thefreakydeaky.com or you can find us on social media at freakydeakypod on Instagram and Facebook at TFT Paranormal on TikTok. And uh, yeah, comment. if Again, if you want to hold a sign on the side of a highway and look ridiculous the same way that we do, please send in those poster board. I, I'm 100% serious. If you do this, I'll send you whatever you want. You want a, a hoodie, you want a blanket, you want, a, you know, I don't know, a life-size mannequin replica of Christian and I high-fiving over a dead alien body we'll do it we'll make it happen it has, right? to, it has to be a busy street though if we're gonna go that crazy that's true so uh so yeah and, and we want people people honking at you that's right blow it up honk if you're crazy yeah that's the that's the sign uh so yeah uh we'll see you right back here next week same time tell your friends if you're listening on spotify please take 10 seconds rate the show five stars if it's same if you're on apple podcast we're trying to grow the show a lot this year it's difficult we're juggling a lot of different things wearing a lot of different hats trying to make this thing uh as awesome as we can but it takes a village yeah uh, we it, need it, your help if you know somebody that's into these kind of things share this with them that's right so uh so yeah we'll see you next week right here on the freaky deaky goodbye
an Alex Jones thing. I put notes in there for myself or the red things. It's really hard for me to see red text for the record. What color can you see? I can see it, but I have to like really focus on it because if I'm just scrolling through that, everything looks the same. Like it looks, I guess, slightly lighter, but to me, it still looks like it's small enough to where I'm like, that's ah, black. That's not even close to black. Okay. Well, hey, uh, I'm colorblind. So maybe it's close to black for your boy. You didn't think about that, did you? No. No, you did not. I didn't. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. You know what we're here to talk about, right, Christian? I Welcome don't. back. Oh, you. Well, 